0: What's good? What's good, everybody? I'm your girlfriend. Welcome back to Fill Up With Fran. Uh, like I said at the beginning, I will be here each and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to give you one thing, one concept, one principle that can help take you from idea to launch. And this week, we are going to be discussing three things that you have to do, three things that you must do after you experience an epic Anybody ever had an epic fail before? Anybody? Am I just by myself? Anybody? Give me some hearts. Give me some 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 thumbs down or maybe some thumbs up. Give me something. Let me know. I'm in the room. But, but I've experienced a, a few epic fails, okay? A couple epic fails um, in many different areas in my life. And so we're going to discuss today three things that you must do after you experience an epic fail. Uh, let, us just go ahead and talk about it. Uh, epic fails happen to everyone, whether or not they want to name it that, or whether or not they want to claim it as a fail, whether or not they use language, like I didn't fail. I learned, I failed forward. Absolutely. All of that is great. But the point is, is that the thing that you had set out, the thing that you saw in your mind that was going to happen when you executed it, it did not go that way. And, and therefore that's what we're calling a failure, right? an epic failure is when it goes spectacularly bad like even if someone wrote a story about it it can't match how bad this failure was okay and so like i said there have been a lot of ventures and a lot of things and a lot of visions that i've seen come to pass and then there have also been several epic failures along the way okay (laughs) there have been several epic failures so i want us to to understand that everyone experiences these. You are not necessarily special because you experienced a failure, okay? Uh, Nor are you irredeemable because you experienced this failure. What I think we need to do uh, on this journey to making our wildest dreams come true, what we're going to have to do is normalize learning, normalize learning, and then we won't be so intimidated by or put off by or distracted by the fear of failure. Okay, we have to normalize learning. Once we make it normal to learn in a learning environment, there is space allocated for getting it wrong. Okay, Um, in my day job, I work with an organization that does research. Um, We're looking for ways to end persistent poverty. Okay, and we're doing that by thinking about the way that we design programs for those that are currently experiencing poverty. Okay, and so I have to ask a lot of questions every single day. And the one thing I can't do, the one thing I cannot do in my position and in my job is come up with a solution first. Okay. I cannot come up with a solution first at my job. I can see a problem, but one of my responsibilities as a learning manager is not to jump to a solution, but to first normalize learning about the situation, learning as much as I can about the problem. And so in your journey to becoming the person who can make your wildest dreams come true, I want to challenge you to normalize learning as a way of getting around or getting over the fear of failure. Okay, because failure is going to happen. Okay, and if you're just now joining us, I've defined failure as an instance where you have a picture of your mind of what's going to happen. And then when you get to the end, it doesn't look any way, not even in the right direction. It's on the wrong side. An epic failure is when you've done that failure spectacularly. Uh, maybe maybe an epic failure might look like you failing on camera in front of a large audience or being embarrassed, okay? Some would even say that the Tilly, Teddy Riley baby face was an example of an epic failure, okay? And so we, we need to normalize learning so that we won't be intimidated by failure, fear of failure. People on the journey to making their wildest dreams come true have to surround themselves with people who have normalized Learning, which means they are not afraid of the failure. I'll tell you something that I learned. Um, probably about it's probably been about this was 2020. Probably been about 10 years. I was at a Freedom Schools national training, and I was listening to a panelist discuss the difference between um, adolescent adolescents and you in in teenage years among African Americans versus that of white white uh young people and the the major thing uh that stood out to me was that it typically in 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 white society and in white families they create space for their kids to explore and mess stuff up it's okay for them to mess things up okay we even see it in the news where it's like they're just a kid they were just out here doing da da da. it's normal they've normalized that as a way of learning That you have to go out and you have to do things and you have to touch things and hear things and see things and taste things in order for you to learn. And if along the way you hear, see, taste, smell something that is not pleasant to you, they count that as learning. Okay. And so for years in the white community, I like saying that, in the white community, they have normalized learning um, and so they take gap years. OK, they don't necessarily believe that you have to go. And I'm saying they, but I understand that not all white people believe these things. Y'all have views and opinions shared on this and not necessarily the views and opinions of everybody. But I'm just giving you an example. In that community, there is a higher there are higher instances of taking gap years and normalizing learning and creating space for failure. Okay, so we have to normalize learning. I'm not saying normalize being a failure. Please be clear. Please be clear. Don't mix up what I'm saying. I'm not saying normalize being a failure. I'm saying normalize learning. Because when you normalize learning and when you understand what learning is, you understand that failure is just a part of that process. Okay? Um, I, I also want to say for those that are still having this fear of failure which is causing you to, to stutter in, in getting started or to hesitate in getting started. I, I, would, I would challenge you to consider this. That the success that you're looking for is on the other side of the failure that you, res- you refuse to experience. Okay, For many of us who are on the journey to making our wildest dreams come true, the success that we're looking for... Is on the other side of the failure that we we refuse to experience. Okay, so let me name some of that. That could be your a relationship that you have, whether platonic, romantic, professional, what, whatever. And you don't want to let go of that relationship because it would then be a failure on on, on you. Okay, and you don't want to experience that failure, and so you can't get to the success because you don't want to give up this one thing. Okay, uh, for me, it's I I know that i could go to another level if i change up my diet and the way that i take care of my body i know that the way that i'm i'm doing things right now is not going to be sustainable for where i want to go okay but but the success that i'm looking for is on the other side of the failure that i refuse to take on because i'm afraid of saying you know i'm gonna be a vegan or i'm gonna be a vegetarian because if i end up with a rib in my mouth i'm scared that people gonna be like girl you lied. Okay, so the success that I'm looking for could very well be on the other side of the failure that I'm refusing to take. And so I'm asking you all to also hold me accountable as I'm on this journey to get my diet in line. Okay, because I have to get my diet in line. I got to get my body together so that I can do all the things that I want to do. What is the thing that you're afraid to take a fail on because you don't want to be associated with not being able to win? There's this, there's, there's some, there's success that's waiting on the other side of you surrendering to the learning experience. Okay. So again, we have to normalize learning. You have to normalize the learning process and you learn through one of the ways that you learn is through failure. Okay. I'm going to say this last little part about your success being possibly being on the other side of the failure you refuse to take. There are certain lessons in life, okay? Not that I'm trying to come at y'all like I got I'm a guru and I have it all figured out necessarily, but there are certain lessons in life, beloved, all right? That you will only learn through a good old epic fail. There are just some lessons that success cannot teach you. There are just some lessons that are best taught wrapped up inside of an unpleasant failure. Okay? And so, again, the success that you are that you are looking for could be on the other side of the the failure that you refuse to experience. Okay, so, again, it's important that we normalize learning. All right. So let me give you three things that you must do. Three things that you must do after you experience an epic failure. All right. So the first thing is you have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive yourself fast. You have to forgive yourself first. You have to forgive yourself fast and you have to give forgive yourself often. Okay. Do it first, do it fast, and do it often. Forgive yourself. Okay. You in the process of normalizing the learning, if something messes up or something slips up, whether it was in your control or outside of your control, you need to take a moment to forgive yourself. Okay. We don't get anywhere on this journey To becoming the person who can make our wildest dreams come true. We don't get any closer to our dream by beating ourselves up. Why would I beat my number one player up? I'm not going to beat me up. I need me. Okay. I'm going to be kind to me, but I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. So the first thing that you have to do when you experience an epic failure is forgive yourself first, fast, and often. Okay. Forgive yourself first fast, and often after you experience an epic failure, okay? You have to be kind to yourself. None of this works. The power of manifestation is locked up in your ability to be kind to yourself. And so after a failure, you have to forgive yourself first, fast, and often. The second thing that you need to do um, or or second thing you should do after you experience an epic failure is reevaluate your actions, thoughts, and your behaviors all right so great i've forgiven myself i've been kind to myself i've loved myself i've been tender with myself and now i got to get to the nitty-gritty of reevaluating what actually happened what really happened and if you need to grab somebody to think through this with you um or or, or sit down and talk through it with you do that all right a- as a matter of fact unless you have a history how do i say this the right way and listen, mm, you need to be self-reflective. You need to be, you need to have a high level of self-awareness and, 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 and highly practiced skill of being self-reflective as well in order to do this alone. Okay, if you are not there yet, if you don't know how to have uh, productive conversations with yourself and reflect on what happened without beating yourself up and 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 getting stuck into self-loathing then you need to do it with a partner someone that you trust a thought partner of some type maybe someone who was there with you to experience it okay um but but if you are not you know if you have not practiced be, being self-aware and self-reflective you you're going to need someone who can help you do that okay so the second thing you need to do after a, an epic failure is reevaluate reevaluate your actions thoughts and behaviors here's some questions i got some questions for you all you know i always try to give you some type of resource uh every week so here are some questions you might want to ask yourself after you experience an epic field okay one of the questions is did i stick to my plan okay because unless you stuck to the plan you can't really count that as a failure because you didn't stick to the thing that you said you were gonna do in the first place okay the failure is only attached to the plan, okay? And so if you didn't stick to the plan, then that could very well be why you experienced the failure, all right? And maybe not even the, the adjustment that you made or the tweak you made itself, but your 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 inability to think through it before you made that decision could have been part of it, all right? Another question that you might want to ask yourself is, who or what did I need that I did not have, Okay? Who or what did I need that I did not have? Okay. We need to we need to evaluate that. Okay? Because I want to learn new lessons. I don't want to do this again and fail in the same way. All right. Because then that is proof that learning did not occur. And we've already said earlier on in this that we have to normalize learning on this journey to becoming the person who can make your wildest dreams come true. All right. And so you need to ask yourself, who or what did I need that I did not have, okay? And and be very clear about that, all right? I really needed a flashlight, and I was running around here with a lighter trying to light my way, okay? Great, so that's something that I need to be aware of, okay? So the second question is, who or what did I need that I did not have? The second thing is, what was unexpected? What happened that kind of blindsided me or I wasn't expecting that? Or maybe I saw it off of my peripheral, but I didn't expect that it would actually make it into central focus. What was unexpected for you? What was unexpected for you? The next question is, what had my attention while I was executing my plan? It's also important to pay attention to what has your attention in the moment. Okay? And so um, I like to sit and I like to think about where my head was when the game was going on. All right, where, where what had your attention while you were executing the plan? Were you distracted? Were you distracted? Okay, those are just a few questions that you can ask yourself as you are reevaluating your actions, your thoughts, and your behaviors. Okay, and so then we finally made it to the third one, which is adjust and attack. After you've had an, an epic failure, you have to adjust. Meaning, take the information that you gathered while you were re-evaluating, uh, you know, your actions, thoughts, and behaviors. And then you have to attack. The number one thing, the the, the second thing, not the number one, the number one thing is forgiving yourself. But the second thing, after an epic failure that you really got to get to as quickly as possible, is that a, getting, generating a win for yourself. All right? Generating a win for yourself. You need to restore that that confidence that you had. As quickly as possible. And so I'm going to tell y'all, it might seem a little ridiculous, but after I have an epic failure, you want to know what one of my favorite things to do? One of my favorite things to do is to get my little notebooks that I have like this where I make lists and whatnot and list out everything I got to do. I'm giving you a cheat code right now. I'm not saying this for everybody, but it works for me. I list out everything I got to do in a day or maybe even a week. I mean, if I got to go upstairs and, and, and put on socks, I write it down. Like, oh, I got to put on socks at 1.30. Yes, all right, I got to do this. And I make it extensive to-do list. And it's just, it's just a mental game, y'all. It's just a mental game. And what I do is I strike that stuff off as I go so that I feel productive. And it's all about feelings, right? I feel productive. I feel accomplished. I feel I feel like I've done something worthwhile, like I really, you know, like made progress on some things. Why? Because I was around here striking out stuff and doing stuff. And then I look back at that list and go, yeah, you did good. Good job. Okay? That's a, that's a little cheat code that I use. But the first, the, the next thing after forgiving yourself and reevaluating what happened, you need to attack. Even if you haven't fully finished the, the, re, the re-evaluation process or the evaluation process of what happened, you need to go straight into, nah, but I'm going to get some success somewhere and go to the thing where you know you can win. Generate that quick win. But then but then the last part of that uh, that adjust and attack is to create a new last time. All right? And so I'm I'm landing the plane right here. You have to create a new last time. This is a bonus for you. I said three, but I'm giving you four. All right, so this is your bonus for the week. After an epic failure, you have to create a new last time. All right, how many times have we done something and then it didn't work out and we said, well, the last time I tried to do it, 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 this happened and that happened and then she told me no and this one told me no and, you know, whatever. And we talk about the last time that we did it. All right, well, after an epic failure, you have to be determined that that will not be your last time. Because the only way that you can get past this is to create a new last time. Again, there's a difference between actions and behaviors. If you have, if you act on something and you fail and you leave it at that, then your actions were a failure. But if you act on something and you fail and your behavior is to do it again, then you are now in a pattern of learning. Okay. Now you are in a pattern of learning. So now it's not about failing. It's about learning. I learned all I'm learning about the ways that this won't work. Okay. I'm learning about what I need as I'm manifesting the life that I want to have. I'm learning about how this system works as I'm doing whatever because this is a pattern of actions over time and now it has created a behavior. All right. And so you have to be committed after a failure. You have to be committed. To creating a new last time. Get back on the horse and ride it again. Okay? It's only it's only the last time if that's the last time you do it. It's only the last time if that's the last time you do it. I challenge you that whatever the thing is that you're trying to get over, do it again. And do it again and again and again. And what you will notice is that you will uh, you will create a new behavior for yourself. You will create a new story for yourself, okay? And so, that's all I have for you all this week. It is 7.31. We had a little technical difficulties, but it wasn't a failure. You know what I mean? I'm out here learning. I don't know why you did that. But... Thank you so much for joining. Don't forget, I will be here every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time sharing with you one thing, one concept, one principle, one value that can help take you from idea to launch to help you on your journey to becoming the person who can make your wildest dreams come true. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at friend underscore me underscore world make sure you check out my profile and you also click the link in the bio to set up a 12 minute lead i want to talk with you for about 12 minutes about how you can unstick yourself how can you get out of your own way and get to work on the things that you are passionate about and the things that you want to see manifested in your life so go to my uh instagram page at friend underscore me underscore world click the link in the bio Click the link that says 12 minute leap and schedule some time so that we listen, all of this is great and fine. But if no one has ever told you this week, this month or this lifetime, Allow me to be the first one to let you know that you are whole, that you are perfect, and that you are complete. And everything you need to make your wildest dreams come true, I'm talking about wildest dreams come true, It's already on the inside of you, and I cannot wait to see you manifest it. I cannot wait to see you make it happen. I'll be here every Wednesday with you. I'll be here every Wednesday at 7 p.m. At Eastern Standard uh, 7 p.m. Eastern standard Time to help you think through and realize a way forward in your dreams For making your wildest dreams come true. Y'all be great. I'll be back next week. Peace. Okay, Google Play.